Welcome to Control Alt Revolt, the podcast. I'm Nick Cole. I'm Single White Medusa. And it's Friday. And we're going to do something a little unusual today. Um, we're going to do two shows. We're going to do a sort of free show um, for everybody that we're going to talk about sort of a general topic. And then we're going to move to some spicier topics because some things are heating up and it's kind of maybe uh, time to talk about those things and, and kind of lay it out because I think we're, we're reaching a divisional moment in society and the rhetoric is now very clear on both sides in its own way. The uh, other side is starting to say things like, you know, uh, we're going to find you excessively. Um, this is the way that it's going to be. They're clearly like, you know, they're not listening to the polls or the election results. And they're saying, not only are we going to insist on our way, we're going to punish you for even daring to vote against us. So many people have sort of used conjecture to uh, to say like, oh, this seems this seems like they're pushing everybody towards kind of, you know, some sort of moment of. I think beyond civil disobedience. I think I think they're they're kind of looking for an excuse to to roll out the troops and and have and again we've always talked about false flags and everything like that. They may not need to do it, or they may be creating a situation where they will do a false flag and everybody are like ah ha see. But on the other side, a lot of the sort of right wing pundits and things like that are starting to say um, it is clear now that that this is this is a tyrannical abuse of government. Um, it is time to move into the streets and and uh, and be disobedient. So we will talk about things that that are probably best behind a paywall. I think that there are a lot of informants in all of our lives, and and I think there are a few informants in my life right now. Um, it's been brought to my attention. There's a, there's a few individuals that are possibly suspect that are kind of creeping around so hate to throw that damper on the party and shut things down i think you can i think i think everybody's pretty savvy in spotting the fed or you know whatever it is so we all know we all know who it is um so uh we'll we'll talk about sort of like in the in the first thing we'll kind of set the premise and talk about that kind of those things and then and and it'll be a meaningful show right yeah definitely i think we've got a lot of interesting things yeah. but um i think what you're going to talk about first i find very interesting yeah and we've t- and we we've done a lot of shows this week so you'll get a nice little friday show to kind of wrap things up and then if you want more and you're an insider then you can just go ahead and click on the next one that we will we will publish and and then that'll be kind of a little deeper a little deeper dive and, and maybe some some serious thoughts um but if you're not a subscriber now, just try subscribing for a month and get that one. And we we always we always do a lot of free content, and then we do some some cool subscriber content. And you know, over that month, you can go back and listen to those and check those out. Uh, or you know, you might find what you like, and you might like supporting the channel and things like that. So um, give it a shot. Might be a good weekend to subscribe. Uh, we'll make it worth your while. But I think that'll be an interesting show. And but I want to keep it behind the paywall, just kind of for protection reasons. So. I hope you appreciate that. Um, let's get into the topic. How is your day today? What are we drinking today? We are drinking an iced uh, pumpkin spice latte 
with just, uh, was it one pump of syrup? Yeah, I did the one pump. And it's pump. plenty. It's yeah. like plenty. It's so good. It's perfect. Uh, no whipped cream. No whipped cream. Just because, yeah, it's not really a big deal to us. I don't think that I could face everybody um, being a whipped cream guy. <laughs> I don't think, like, I mean, I think I think people have a very true picture of who I am. You know, and uh, and may, that may or may not be true, but you know, as I told some people the other day, they met me and they couldn't believe I was me. <laughs> and I don't mean to say that, and like they just like they, I went into I went into a really cool gun store, and they had a Boba Fett helmet, and um, I said, oh, you guys like Boba Fett and everything like that, and they they sell um, uppers there, complete uppers and eighty percent lowers. It's called Firearms Unknown. They're very red pilled, very cool dudes, and. Uh, and they uh, and I said, oh, you have this Boba Fett helmet. And they go, yeah, yeah. And I go, have you ever read Galaxy's Edge? And they're like, oh, yeah, we love Galaxy's Edge. And I was like, it's usually at that point I'm like, you know, there's like a there's a Disney Galaxy's Edge. And then there's the Galaxy's Edge Jason Ansbach and I write. And and so I made that distinction like, no, 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 there we, we totally know. And I'm like, well, prepare to be underwhelmed. I'm Nick Cole. And they started like hyperventilating. It was kind of funny. They 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 really got a kick out of getting to meet me and stuff like that. So, um, if I'd gone in there with a pumpkin spice iced latte with whipped cream, yeah, that would have like <laughs> they would have burned all our books. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So this is just right. It's really good. Good call on that. And also, um, real quick, we did see the uh, the comment about. One of the podcast platforms, mm-hmm. our show's not working on there, so we will yeah. try to... we'll try to jump on that, that this weekend and and address that, but you can always get it through the Substack. Yeah. Um, you can just listen right there in the browser, or you can uh, listen through your email is another way to do it. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, when you're when you're on the other services, the RSS feeds, I don't think you're actually a subscriber, as in, like, I don't, like, if unless you go over to the Substack... And like, just like, like enter your email address and then that way you'll get, you'll get it emailed. Like that is a great way for us to stay in touch when you allow third parties like Google or Spotify or whoever to come between you and me. Like if they suddenly say, oh, we don't like the things Nicole is talking about, then you're not going to, you're not going to find out, find out about it over there. That's, that's the problem with YouTube and a lot of other services when, and they're very effective at that. When and they, it was Google. Which is interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's they probably broke the RS feed. Like I'm like like everything I say now on Facebook gets a warning, and like people are even getting surprised at the kind of warnings I get. They're like, oh, I've never seen this warning before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, They're creating yeah. whole new warnings. Yeah, just like for I you. literally did like a Prince Charles post the other day and got like crazy warnings on that too <laughs> because apparently he's uh, he is the uh, he is the king of the weather cult. Yeah, he's an untouchable. Yeah. Watch out. Anyways, uh, the first subject that we'll kind of talk about and, and dance into, because I think it's I think it's relevant for everything that we're kind of going through and seeing and, and stuff like that that's going on. It's like this sort of cultist like devotion to government and government really sort of like asserting itself. And so the other day, you know, um, the other day Biden said, I'm going to give, you know, or, or the administration said, oh, we're going to give $450,000 to illegal immigrants. Now, 
you guys are all struggling and everybody's had the worst financial year of their lives for the most part and people are losing their jobs and they're over there handing out our tax dollars to illegal immigrants um, and, and, and the girl who is the spokesperson, I think, today at the White House was saying, you know, because of the immoral and illegal behavior of Donald Trump, which neither, neither of those things are true. It was not immoral by defending our nation and putting up barriers and saying that people need to sign the guest book when they come in. And we don't want anyone from the shithole countries and we don't want cr criminals. And But that apparently is immoral. But when you play this game of like, whatever I say is the truth, whatever you say is a lie, then I guess it's, it's moral to steal from your own citizens to give people who have broken the law money, your money, and not spend it on you, not spend it on your roads, not spend it on your children's edu education or any of those kind of things, but basically um, to uh, to be immoral in that respect. And then, you know, illegal. Well, the president can do lots of stuff. You may not like it, but you it's amazing the amount of times the left goes immediately to that's illegal. And it's like, well, it's not illegal. He's the president. He can do it. But if we say, oh, well, that's illegal to Joe Biden. It's like, oh, no, no, no. I have that. You know, the, it's the Obama thing. I have a, a pen and a phone and I'll never, ever work with Congress or the Senate or voters. I will just do everything by executive action. And then the day Trump came in, he just turned it all over. So it, it's kind of a ridiculous system. But then they came out uh, after losing the election on Tuesday getting beaten pretty badly. It does look like there was cheating in New Jersey, I think. And there's been cheating, you know, like one of the big indicators that there was cheating in, in New Jersey is that they flipped 12 um, local elections and sort of like state elections for Republicans, including the actual leader of the state Senate lost to a truck driver who spent 126 bucks on his campaign. That is awesome. And but but apparently the governor won. Like everybody went in there and they said, "Oh, you know what? We we love Republicans and everything, but let's just let's just vote for the governor because we want to keep things set." When really the whole thing was about the governor. So that kind of that's an indicator that there was cheating. And the same thing happened with Biden. Down ballot voting consistently went, you know, for for the other party. But when it came to Biden, you know, like he he won. And that's a that's a big like lesson for a lot of the toadies and apparatchiks, you know, like the people that you're supporting and taking care of, like, isn't it amazing that in elections they take care of themselves, but even when you're on their side, they don't even cheat for you, you know? And so you, you kind of, it's, it's a lot for a little, a lot for nothing, some might say. But then they came out, the pre, the, the White House, you know, chick who is uh, an African-American lady, Jean-Pierre something, um... She seems like a real piece of work. She seems pretty high-handed. She seems like a Nazi, is what she seems like. Like a Nazi party official who's just all, like, cold and callous and, you know, perfectly willing to lie to your face and then, like, hey, suck it, losers, that kind of kind of high-handed uh, superiority that she, she thinks she's entitled to. Um, but that's while Jen Psaki, who I believe is double-vaccinated, has COVID right now. Um, there's a lot to that. Uh, a lot of people I'm just tracking in my own life right now, um, people who are vaccinated and double vaccinated seem to be getting really sick. I don't know. You, what, is that your experience? You might, you know, talk about that in the comments. But they came out and said, well, for you guys defeating us in Virginia, we want to let you know that you, you will be getting vaccinated. 
Um, the elections are over now, and so in a month and a half, you will all, two and a half months, really just two months, you know, like to January 4th, which we talked about yesterday, was a little craven. It's to move everybody into an economically desperate position. Um, but it's also, if you felt this way, why didn't you say something before the elections? Well, you knew that it was an unpopular thing. It wouldn't get you elected. So you ran elections based on lying to people. And then the day after you lost, you came and did what you really wanted to do. That's one explanation. Or the second explanation is you um, are punishing people because you didn't get your way. Doesn't that seem a little petty for government? Some people might say no, right? I guess. I mean, I would go further and actually say it seems evil to me. I mean, the fact that like they do not care when people are adamantly opposed to something. The majority of people, they don't care. Like, yeah. zero empathy or care for people's feelings and thoughts and the true place that they're supposed to have as our governing officials, you know, as... Dan Bongino said today, like they work, they're supposed to work for us. We're not their subjects. They work for us, but that is not how they're acting. They're acting the opposite. (laughs) They're like, they're wanting to punish us Mm -hmm. for just saying, well, this is what we choose. And like nothing tells you more of it's a punishment when that spokesperson very high handedly and arrogantly announced the fines that people would have to pay. Those are business killing fines, like 13,000 for this offense. And if you willfully do it up to a hundred thousand and all these kinds of things, you're like, no company can survive those kind of fines. You, 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 you are trying to put people out of business. And then when they turn around and ask this girl, um, don't you think that making truck drivers get vaccinated is is going to snarl the supply chain when there are already problems and and she says no vaccines work and and basically vaccine mandates vaccine mandates work and uh well they work because you force people to do what you want and and she seemed to think that there wouldn't be any problems as if there aren't any problems now and the problems are increasingly serious by the second but like i mean that's you know so so you have to go back a little bit to understand that this is nothing new in government. It's really a form of Caesar worship. And so, you know, as Rome began to become a, an empire, um, it was it was a very lenient, you know, like in a lot of ways, and I've studied Roman history and everything like that. But it was it was a very it was a very lenient empire in a lot of ways. Generally, they just wanted to tax you. And they wanted to build roads so that they could do trade and so that they could do defense. They inherited a lot of their empire, and they also went out and conquered some of their empire. Um, but they 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 were pretty lenient for the most part as a republic and as an early empire. And then eventually, kind of around the time of Domitian and things like that, you got into the cult of Caesar worship. Um which I kind of feel is where we're heading right now is, is, is like Caesar's, you know, remember like it's really consuls. That's who governed Rome. There were two consuls for most of Rome's history. And then this guy named Julius Gaius Caesar came along and he really, you know, uh, kind of shook things up and he, he showed that you could basically become a dictator and the people wanted that and Rome could be more powerful Event yet he the the old sort of power brokers get rid of him through assassination, 
but the precedent has been set and and it's so powerful that they take his last name Caesar and they make it an official title. And so if you rule the Roman Empire, you are now a Caesar and not directly related to Julius Caesar. That's just in it. Like I've said, it's morphed into the term czar and in Germany, Kaiser. So um, there you have uh, the Caesars and the Caesars are allowing a lot of sanctioned worship across their empire, but they're, they're realizing, you know, um, that they're being fed a line by a lot of their people that in reality, they're godlike. They're not necessarily human. And that, that's a thing that often happens with kings and, and people like there is a myth created that this some per, that somehow this person is descended from a deity and therefore they're not human, they're divine. And the reason that you do that as a priest class in a government is you're trying to say the people in charge of you are extra special, highly gifted, and therefore you should never question them and you should obey them because they are better than you. That's, I mean, like, you can go through all these other histronics, but that's what they're really saying, and that's the contrivance. So when you look at societies like England, you may think England is like America, because we have some similarities. But you have to understand, people in England use the term, are betters, or know your place. It is There is a caste system still in England may not necessarily be a caste caste system but it is it is a it is an informal passive aggressive caste system and and i mean look at Meghan markle look at look at the debacle that that caused within the white house look at diana the spencer <laughs> the 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 you know whatever they call it buckingham palace yeah. you know like they 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 have classes in their society and you are not supposed to go up well in america anybody can be anything you can be a, a russian guy and you can come over here and you can you can start google you know, you can you can do those things. And that was what everybody liked about America. But now, you know, we've all noticed that we're returning sort of to this moment in society when people like Bill Gates or, you know, the government class, we use the term elites now and all these kinds of things. These people are better than us. And we are told now not to question them. And we are being punished when we question them. This is a form of Caesar worship. So as as um, as as Caesar and his his sort of government lictors and, and bureaucrats began to see that there was a definite need to personify the Caesar as a god, so that this sort of vast and fractional empire would not you know fracture and would not dissent, they decided to make Caesar something better than human. And to be divine, and so they worked up their mythology, and you can, you Julius, Julius Caesar was supposedly descended from the sun god, and things like that, and so it comes through all this, and 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 you're divine, and you're better, and you shouldn't be questioned, all those kinds of things, and so people across the empire, even if they believed in other religions, were required to go to the the temple of Rome. There was a temple uh, to Rome in every city. The major cities like Smyrna and things like that. And that's mentioned in the book of Revelations. Um, and they were required to take a pinch of incense between their thumb and forefinger and put it on the altar. And then there you could believe whatever you want. But you had you had rendered unto Caesar what was Caesar's due, which was worship. 
Now, in Christ's time, Christ talks about it, and it's just taxation. He says, render unto Caesar what is Caesar's. As though he's almost knowing that now, like, in that time, like, what he's saying is you're all using money. So, if Caesar requires you to pay tax, then you have to give him your tax. Christ, Christ is not saying the radical thing would have been for Christ to say, don't pay your tax, which is what everybody wishes Christ would have said. <laughs> but Christ didn't say that. He said, it's a system of money. And it's, it's this government's, and you have to pay it. Um, but what he was leaving was the unspoken, which was render unto God what is God's, Wait. which is the image of Caesar was stamped on the coin. So you had to give to Caesar what was Caesar's. Well, we're told in, told in the Bible, and I'm not turning this into a sermon, that you are made in the image of God. And so what Christ was saying in, a, is in an unspoken way was saying, give unto God yourself, which is you. you you're in, you're, I know, you're, you're having problems here. Well, no, I just want to clarify it. He did say it wasn't unspoken. The fact that he did say and render under God what is God's. You're just saying the unspoken part is the what is image. that that's God's? The, Im the image on you. the coin and yeah. then the image on you, and that's yeah. that's the unspoken part that he was saying. Yeah. But he's almost saying it as though knowing that eventually the coins aren't going to be enough, because with the Caesar worship there was no coin. They didn't need your coin. They did actually. Um, they always need Roman Rome always needed money, um, but they had passed a line of sensibility and now you had to do this act of obeisance with an incense between your pinched thumb and forefinger to show that the the emperor was divine that the emperor was better than you now is that important like not really but when you look at the architecture of the mind and how humans are, it was a psychological form of breaking people, of reminding them that you have betters and your betters are not to be questioned. So do we see that now? I see. I think we see the beginnings of it, the underpinnings of it, the creepings of it. I think the mask is part of that. It, it, it's amazing the lengths that they went to to make people wear masks. There are people now in my community that will never not wear the mask, I think, for the rest of their lives. They're so freaked out. Um, there are people I now, I just was at a restaurant with Doc Spears last night having some prime rib, and we watched an entire table full of people sit there talking and eating and having a pretty good time, would you say? Yeah, and they were there even before we got there. Yeah. And then and what happened? no masks the whole time. There were about six or eight of them, probably eight. Yeah, and then, then they, they seem to, you know, finish eating, they're ready to go soon, and suddenly it's biohazard medical time, and they all, like, put on their masks and start Swab slathering up. themselves yeah, like, like yeah, like, hand like, sanitizer. Yeah, like it's perfume, you know, like <laughs> hand sanitizer, like all over the place, and then they sat there for a little while, and it's like, this makes no sense, but you've been broken, like, in the masking phase of this entire thing... Um, the level of animosity and hatred when you wouldn't wear a mask that mm -hmm. you encountered was palpable and at Major. times like real like and I watched you vicious fights with people over masks and you too I mean like I know yeah. you had yeah. you had your share with the beta boys of what of what do you speak you know? <laughs> vegan t-shirt yeah. guy and... yeah. <laughs> you know but I mean like it, it and it was definitely a way to say I'm more like is this true Nicole. Okay, well, there's that little activist, David Hogg, who claimed to be in a school shooting but really wasn't, and he's the darling of the left, and he immediately, I think he was immediately got guaranteed with bad grades for a scholarship into Harvard because he was an activist and, you know, all these kinds of things. Um, 
he said that he won't take off the mask for fear that people would think he was a conservative. So it is political. Mm -hmm. The mask is a way to tell people that you care more than they do. And the mask is ordered by our Caesars, you know, our, our gods, our uplifted, our savages, the people who have determined that because they think and are educated, you know, and all of these little criteria, because they listen to NPR, because they like Manhattan steamroller transfer transfer oh, yeah. you, know? <laughs> you know because 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 of all the little things that make them better than you different they they feel that they can determine what is virtue what is moral what is right and so it's it is it is almost as you know that time when christ said you know render under caesar what is caesar's money you can you know in a society you know as much as you may not like it and i think taxation is excessive but you do have to pay some taxes to keep the lights on. So every government should have some taxes. But the problem is we have a government that, you know, and a, and a faction in our society who really thinks that they should own everything and you should give them everything. They're not quite there yet. But if you really scratched and asked and you could hook them up to the battery cables and get some truth out of them, which they almost seem incapable of telling you. They would tell you, yeah, yeah, we should have all your money. We should have all your assets. Your children should be ours. Your housing should be ours. And we should decide for you. Why? Because we're your betters. We're your betters. We're better than you. Mm -hmm. But now we've passed that line of insanity because the money printer has gone burnt to the point that it's got to be broken. They had probably had to get a new money printer. They've printed so much money and the economy is broken and things are falling apart and no one's paying their taxes and everybody's getting free money. And the mere suggestion that you would take people fresh over the border who've probably never had a thousand bucks in their life and you would just give them four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Have you ever watched documentaries on lottery winners? Yes, they're very interesting. Um, and I think you're going to say the upshot is 99% of the time they are not wise with that money. You would, you would destroy (laughs) those people. If you gave them $450,000, you would destroy them. They would be robbed. They would take drugs. They would die. They would be fleeced. They would hurt themselves. They didn't earn the $450,000. They have no respect for it. They have no clue what to do with it. Mm -hmm. They would hurt themselves by giving them that money. And it just really bothers me because I'm pretty sure all of us can say we have never gotten remotely close to that amount from the government. I'm not saying that we're even saying that we should. But the point is, like, why would you give these people that broke the law, who aren't citizens and who broke the law, why would you give them more money than you ever give any of your own citizens? Like, that it does not make sense. And there are plenty of citizens that could use that help, you know, and like... I, it should go there. I mean, I would way rather it go there than all the other crazy places that they throw money at. Like, yeah. it's maddening. But yeah. so that tells you, like, that we've passed the render under Caesar, the coin. And that when people who are making that proclamation of, hey, let's, let's give them $450,000, these are people who don't want money. They're not interested, like the rulers. The, it's no longer about the money. It's about the power. We've moved into the image. And now we're reaching this moment with the vaccine mandates 
and with the masks where they are requiring that you show up at the temple work whatever life government like like everything that they have decided which is theirs which is they're using corporations to enforce their will so effectively they're saying you corporations even though you're multinationals or whatever you are ours and you will require these people to show up and do obeisance obeisance to us with a pinch of dust between the thumb and forefinger with a vaccination it, even if there's nothing in the vaccination which i don't i i think we've passed that there's there's something there's some problem but even if there's nothing what they're trying to say to you is we have the power over your body and you will do your obeisance in the temple at an interval of time. In Rome, it was one year. Now it seems to be every couple of months that you're going to need these booster shots. What will this do to you? It will teach you that they have the right to tell you what to do with your body. It will break you. It started with the, the lockdowns. It started with the masks. These are the steps to get you to now. We're putting something into your body. And the next step after that is they're going to take away your livelihood, your possessions, everything that you consider like normal in this structure of life. They're going to take those away because, it, because they have trained you for them to take them away because they know better. So we're going to end that there because now we're going to talk about a few of the other spicier things that are coming up and kind of, I think, the moment that we need to be at now and other people are talking about now. That was a great week. I think we had a great week of podcasts and coffee. We sure did. And we look forward to talking with you guys again next week. Next week. And if you want to continue the discussion today, there will be a second podcast that we will post immediately. And that will be behind the paywall. So just subscribe and you can jump in there and continue the conversation. Have a great weekend and thank you. That's the podcast.